Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Sweat Talk. I am your host, Coach Lean, and you are now listening to the voice inside of the athlete. I am here to give you any and all of the motivation that you need to end this fourth quarter strong and go into 2020 on the right note. So check this out. For those who have been listening and have been tuning in to this podcast, you might have heard something at the end of the last episode saying the uh, how the flow was going to go for this podcast. And we're still going to stick with that theme. However, I have to switch things up and I have to backtrack a little bit so you all can get a little bit more familiar with my, my backstory and where my philosophy comes from as a coach. Because I believe my experiences that I've had within athletics and within sports is extremely unique in comparison to what the average person goes through on a day-to-day basis. So, with that being said, I'm going to be taking a detour. And I have to give you all a little bit of history as to who I am, where again, where my philosophy comes from as a coach, and why... I am so adamant and so passionate about pushing my brand, Sweat. So without further ado, let's get to it. The title of this episode is called Transition. There's nothing you are going to experience in life that is more important than transitioning. And what I mean by that is you know, we have to we have to understand what transition is and how to recognize it when we're face to face with it, right? So how this is going to go is we're going to I'm going to give you an overview. You know, I'm not going to go into grave detail about Every situation that I've been through, I'm going to try not to because for those who know me, I can be a little bit long-winded <laughs> and I can kind of, you know, get wrapped up in my own thoughts. So I'm going to do the best that I can to give you a, a brief synopsis of my experience as a college athlete because that's extremely important and it's extremely relevant to the, to the overall development of my brand sweat. So we're going to go from freshman to senior year. And with each year, it has been a transition, without a doubt. With every level, with every, with every um, tier that you climb, within whatever it is that you do, there's a set of obstacles and circumstances that you may encounter, whether you're ready for it or whether you're not, that will prepare you for that next transition, if that makes sense. So this episode in particular is going to be about my freshman year with my experience as a collegiate athlete at Wayne State University. I played for the women's basketball team. I played from 2010 to 2014. There were certain things that I had to experience that developed me into the, you know, the tough-minded, go-getter, expressive (laughs) you know like that there's a lot of there's a lot of uh things about me and a lot of personality traits about me 
that have been solidified within me being competitive within the sport of basketball. So in order for you all to get a thorough understanding of what this podcast is about and before I bring in any other voices into this thing, y'all got to get familiar with me. Y'all have to really understand my point of view and where I'm coming from uh, based off my own experiences in order for you all to really understand what my mission is and what, what my purpose is and what I'm trying to do overall with my brand, Sweat. The title of this thing is called Transition. So we have to focus on that. We have to capitalize on that. Transition. When you, when you are, for all my basketball players or for all my sports fanatics, you know, with the game of basketball, you have to be good in transition. You have to be good in transition. And most of the time, that comes with uh, knowing the pace of the game. That's with knowing how, uh, when, it, when you're going to see transition and being prepared for it. Being good in transition in basketball is being able to handle different speeds and different paces of how the game flows and how how things go. There's certain things that you will encounter that you may be prepared for or you may not be prepared for. But regardless, it's a transition. And we have to know how to handle that. We have to know how to, you know, how to battle that. We not we got to know how to fight through that. So the biggest transition I've ever experienced was going from a senior in high school to a freshman in college. The reason why that transition was so important specifically to my experience is because my goal going into college was far different from a lot of the people that I went to school with. So my goal, again, coming out of high school was to go to college to play basketball to with hopes of getting my education paid for, receiving my degree, and continuing on with my legacy outside of that. You know, a lot of athletes, when they come out of college, their goal, or even when they're in high school, their goal is to go professional or go overseas. And again, those things sounded, uh, again, those things sounded appealing to me at the time, but I wasn't really so focused on that. I wasn't focused on becoming a professional athlete. I was focused on being educated and I was focused on, you know, using my skill set to get me to the next level, to get my degree, and again, continue on with my legacy outside of basketball. That was always the goal. And when I was a senior in high school, it was a very difficult time for me because that was like prime time for me to be exposed, to be put in front of uh, coaches that were looking for certain players And it was kind of like all of my peers and everybody that I played with or played against were getting all these offers from schools. And I don't know if y'all know this or not, but it's one thing being an athlete, okay, in general. But it's a completely different thing to be a female athlete and be a female basketball player at that. 
We have a lot of odds that are stacked against us because people don't really pay attention to it. It's not something that um, people are drawn to all the time. So you really have to put yourself out there and you have to put yourself and set yourself up so you can be in front of the right people at the right time in order to get some of the exposure that you would like. And every opportunity matters. Every opportunity matters. Every tournament that I played in, every game that I played in, every practice that I had, whatever it was, it, do, it didn't matter. All I was focused on was graduating, getting my school paid for, period. That was it. That was my goal. You know, it was a very uh, uh, difficult time for me as well because <laughs> I'm height challenged. Okay? I'm five foot two. Right. Most of the people that I'm playing against are at least a foot taller than me, maybe less. But, you know, I'm 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 competing against some of the tallest athletes in the world. I'm competing against some of the you know, like it, it, it does something to you. When you when you have the odds stacked against you and when you have a when you know you have a lofty goal that's set for your that you set for yourself. And you're willing to do the impossible to try to achieve that goal. That's everything. That's everything. I'm telling y'all firsthand, that's everything. So senior year, I was doing everything I needed to do. My parents set me up to be in the position to win and to achieve my goal. And I'm eternally grateful for that. My senior year comes around again, you know. My, my teammates are getting recruited. People I'm playing against are getting recruited. They're getting signed. You know, they, they're already set for the next level, right? And I'm still stuck in limbo. I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm going through all of these things in my head. Like, why, why isn't this working out? Why isn't this happening the way I am, the way, the way that I think it should go, right? And it wasn't like I was a scrub. Let me tell y'all something. When I was in high school, I was an animal. <laughs> you hear me? I was an absolute animal on the court. I had a point to prove. Every time I went out there, I was in the paper almost every week. I was MVP on almost every team I played on. I had I had record I broke school records. I was in Michigan top 25 players from 2009 to 2010. You hear what I'm saying? And and all of those, all of the accolade and recognition that I received based off of my personal performance didn't really matter to the people that I was trying to impress, if that makes sense. Right? Because when you go to the next level, they're looking for a certain type of player. They're looking for a certain type of athlete. They're, they're looking for, you know, it just really depends on the institution that you're, that you're going for. And, you know, my goal wasn't only to go to school and get my tuition paid for through the game of basketball. My goal was to go to a Division I school. And get my school paid for through the game of basketball. So, 
Again, I'm five foot two, right? I'm height challenged. This is something that I had to face and something that I had to push through in order to achieve my goal. Yeah, I went on college visits. Yeah, you know, I, I talked to different coaches and different teams and stuff like that. But, you know, everybody that I was talking to, they didn't they weren't really trying to give me the time of day. They weren't really buying in to what I was delivering. And again, I knew my worth at that time, at that point in time in my life. I knew my worth. I knew my value. And I knew that I wasn't going to settle for anything less than what I was worth. When I went out on that court again, I had a point to prove. I wasn't only trying to impress other people. I was trying to impress my damn self. (laughs) You know? So, you know, despite the athleticism that I had, despite the grit, despite the passion that I have for the game, despite the speed, agility, all these athletic abilities about me, it was still overlooked by the people that I was really trying to impress. So, long story short, because <laughs> one thing you're going to learn about my story and about my personal history is that everything that I'm telling you all it can't really be compressed into one episode of a podcast. This is like a a, 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 a a series. This is an elongated body of work that we're doing here. Okay? So this body of work is only the, the starting point of something greater that I envision myself doing in the future. That's a sidebar. Let's get back to the point. Again, I'm a I'm a senior in high school. I'm hungry. I'm I'm ready to go to the next level. I'm just waiting for somebody to bite on what I'm what I'm delivering and what I'm giving to them. Wayne State, Wayne State University, they were following me since I was a freshman in high school. And I overlooked them because I didn't want to stay in the state. I didn't want to go the, the Wayne State is a is a Division two school. I did not want I did not want to go to a Division two school. I wanted to go to a Division one school. That was my goal. That's what I had my eyes on. That's what it was at that time. However, I overlooked them. Right? They were following me throughout my whole high school career, and when it came down to it, my senior year, I played in this tournament in Kalamazoo. And my coach at the time, she pulled me to the side and she said, you know, the coach from Wayne State is here and she's, you know, she came here specifically for you. I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, that's cool. And at this time, again, I'm frustrated, I'm irritated. It's like, I'm at the point where I just want to get signed. I just want to, I want to, I want to achieve my goal, period. That was it. I'm at this tournament. Right. And I perform. I perform well. And I talked to the coach afterwards. We had a good conversation. And from then, you know, that's it. Things kind of went from there. I was able to tour the campus. I was able to talk it up with her. My parents were there in support. And, you know, she told me exactly what she was going to be able to give me. And she was giving me what I wanted, which was my tuition paid for. She told me, I would come in there as a point guard. She told me 
what my responsibilities would be. You know, like it was it was a very thorough and detailed conversation about what she she was expecting from me, what she wanted from me and what she could give me based off of that expectation. I'm like, cool. Where do I sign? <laughs> sign me up. I'm ready. My parents were like, man, okay, okay, Lynn, we know you, we know you excited. Let's just take a couple days. I'm like, no, let's go ahead and sign this thing. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. You know, that was a, a very pivotal point in my life because I was I felt I accomplished something that was uh was a part of my plan the whole time. And it was just very gratifying to know that I worked so hard to to accomplish something. And I did. So freshman year at Wayne State, before I actually get on campus, I familiarized myself with some of the teammates and some of the people that I was going to be playing with. And it was cool. Like, they welcomed me in. It was a good welcoming experience. So (laughs) I would say, again, we're going back on the point of transition, right? So the biggest transition for me going for going from uh, an athlete in high school to a freshman student athlete in college was the conditioning. The conditioning is something that I will never to this day. I will never forget some of these workouts that we've been through. (laughs) So for those of you who train with me and for my clients out there who are listening to this, listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry on your behalf because some of the stuff that I that I give y'all is some of the stuff that I've actually experienced myself. And I know it's hard and I know it's difficult, but it's going to make you stronger in the end and I know that for a fact. Okay? When I tell y'all these workouts were some of the most gruesome intense high impact workouts that I've ever experienced in my life I mean that I mean it I've never I've never I can't tell y'all how many times I wanted to throw up pass out give up like I'm I'm thinking sometimes when I'm in the weight room or when I'm in practice like why am I doing this why am I even putting myself through this misery for real. Like it was it was it was a lot. It was a lot to transition from being a high school athlete to a college athlete because again the work ethic was different. But the work ethic that I put into being a high school athlete had to intensify. It had to ampl- amplify times like 5 times 10. It had to amplify times 10 when I went into college. So the conditioning was the main transition that I had to endure as I went into Wayne State University as a freshman in college. My teammates at the time, they warned me about a specific conditioning test that we had to go through in order to kind of kind of break break everybody in for the season. The conditioning test that we had to do was the mile. For those who know me, I hate cardio. I don't like it. I'm a fast-paced person. You know, I don't like running for more than 
low-key like five minutes consecutively seriously okay and it's ironic because I'm a track coach right <laughs> makes perfect sense so anyways so they tell me about this conditioning test and I automatically knew that I had to put in some work for this test because that's not what I was really trained to do I'm I'm short spurt I'm, I'm a sprinter all day every day you know, I like to do things quick, fast, in a hurry, get it out the way, get it done. That's it. It's a wrap. With the mile, the mile is more of a mental test than anything else. And when I'm when they tell me about this, I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, what, what in the, like, what does the mile have to do with anything basketball related? It has nothing to do with basketball, right? It's all a mental test. So when I tell y'all that entire summer before I went into college, like even before I even stepped on the court, I was outside on the track every day training by myself or sometimes I would have my dad come out there. He would time me at night. Like we would go out to the track at like 12 o'clock at night. I'd be like, dad, listen, I need you to time me for this mile because I really don't know. (laughs) I don't know how this whole thing is going to play out. I don't know. What's about to happen? But I know I need to be prepared for the transition. And he was a, he was in agreement. He was like, okay, yeah, let's go. So, you know, I was training all I was training all summer for this mile. And <laughs> so freshman year, right? I move in on campus. I get acclimated with, you know, my roommates, with the area, with my class schedule. You know, everything that that normal freshmen do when they enter a college environment, right? So the difference between my college experience in comparison to to uh, to a lot of people who went to went on to receive their degree in college is, again, I was playing a sport. So there was a, a, a separate workload that I had on top of the workload that I had to keep up with in the classroom. I was on campus maybe like two, three days already at that time. I was in the dorms. We had the conditioning test. We had the mile. Mentally, I'm already prepared. It's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm ready. I I, I trained for this all summer. I've been working. Cool. (laughs) Let me tell y'all something. I failed. I failed at that mile. I failed tremendously. Because here's the thing. She had it set up, my coach at the time, she had it set up where the the guards had to run the mile within six minutes and 45 seconds. The post players had a little bit of, they had a little bit of leeway. They had 7.15 for their mile. I'm thinking in my head like, what? <laughs> what? For anybody who knows running, and knows track and knows speed and all that type of stuff. 645 for a mile is fast, bro. Like any anything low key, anything that's under seven minutes for a mile is fast. That's fast. And for someone who hasn't trained for the mile and is not really a long distance type of athlete, that's a challenge. That's an extreme challenge. So that mile was a challenge for me. It was it was heavy. It was it was deep. <laughs> Seriously, it was deep. So 
we get we running this mile right and all i remember is on about the third lap because four laps around the track equal one mile on the third lap my back started tightening up my breathing was off like i could just i could feel it i'm like "Mm -mm, this ain't gonna work like this this ain't it (laughs) This, this ain't it man take me out take me out so the thing was, you know, if you failed the mile test, you had to continue to run it until you achieved the time that the coach expected you to 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 run it in. I didn't have to run it like I failed, period. OK, the that the first time I did it, mm-mm, that wasn't it. So. I ran it again a few days later and, you know, I felt a little bit better going into this one. Knowing in knowing that I already ran it, knowing and seeing what my results were from that, knowing what to improve on. My teammates were behind me; they were supporting me. You know, they were they had my back, right? So, and the cool thing was, I wasn't the only one that failed. I had other people that failed with me. Okay, I like there was a there was a other. Uh, some of my other teammates, they didn't make the time that they needed to make it in either. So they had to continue to run it with me. I wasn't the only one. I wasn't singled out, okay? I'm not that weak. So uh, we running this thing again. And on the fourth lap this time, right? The fourth lap, the last lap, my back started tightening up. Uh, My breathing was off. Like, it was just... I could feel the same thing that I was feeling the last time I ran it. All I hear is my coach yelling across the field. She said, Felicia, go get her. I'm like, what? So who's her? Like, what? what's going on? So my teammate, Felicia, runs across the field, across the football field, and is running with me. She's running alongside with me to get to the finish line because Lord knows if she wasn't right there with me at that time, I wouldn't have made that. I wouldn't have made that. (laughs) Okay. Like it was to the point where on the last half of that lap, she was grabbing my Jersey. Like she was put, she was pulling me at that point to the finish line. And I made the I made the time. I passed. I got the mile in less than 6:45. I think I got in like 6:42, 6:43, something like that. Man, I ain't never wanna wanna pass out so much in my life. Like it was it was the the conditioning when you go from a high school athlete to college is just a completely different experience. And that's what I learned right there in that moment. It's you know no matter. What you prepare for, no matter if you see transition coming or not, you never know what you really need to be prepared for until you're in that moment. Until you actually experience what you need to experience at that given point in time. Freshman year was definitely, uh, it was an eye-opener because that entire year was based off of adversity. It was based off of team dynamics and what was going on at that time. So we started 
that season with about 14, 15 players on the team. Fun fact, when you go to the next level with whatever sport that you play, the, the roster gets smaller and it gets shorter. So we were actually, over, we were stacked. We were stacked more than, we, than, more than what we should have been at that time, right? The teams we were playing against, they had like 11, 12 people on the team. We had like 14, 15. So we had bodies, we had numbers, we had fresh legs, we had people ready to go and ready to play. So we started the team with a heavy roster. By the end of my freshman season, we ended with five players. And there were a lot of things that happened in between the season that led us to that point. You know, there were people getting kicked off the team, um, suspensions, people just stepping down, backing out, you know. And because of that, people had to step up, me being one of those people. I was a freshman. I was a point guard. Being a point guard is a diff- is a completely different position than an- than anything else on the court. You got to be a floor general. You got to know how to lead people. You got to know how to give out uh cause. You had to you have to demand attention from people. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a different type of position that you're in. And for me being a freshman going through all of these things it's like okay I have no choice I have no choice but to step up and to be a leader and to kind of you know fill a void that the team was missing so again there were a lot of things that happened that year that that got us to that point from 14 15 players on the team to five players that's heavy (laughs) that's heavy And the pace of the game changes when you go from high school to college. Playing a full game, a full a full game of basketball in college is extremely different from playing a full game of high school basketball. It's just different. It's a different experience. You have to be you have to be in the right mindset. You have to be conditioned properly. You have to be prepared. We were hit with so much stuff that year and so much, you know, um, drama within the team, within um, the relationships between some of the players on the team and the coach. Like it, it was a lot of a lot of different circumstances that we faced that led us to that point. And in turn, it made us stronger with the core group of people that we did have left at the end of the season. And those people are still some of my my best friends to this day because, <laughs> man, like we got we got some stories. We have some stories. I'll never forget this one. There was one time where we had an away game. We were on the road. Uh, we was in Wisconsin. It was snowing like crazy. We had practice. We were at practice at the school that we were that we were facing. And that was, you know, protocol. So when you go on the road, right, there's a, a whole itinerary that we have. So we have practice. 
depending on the time when we get there, you know, we got practice the day before the game, the day of the game, we have shoot around, we got warm up, you know, uh, team, team lunch or team dinner, team breakfast, whatever it was, and you go play, period. So we had practice the day before the game and we were at this, we were at uh, Wisconsin Parkside, a small school out in Wisconsin. And we were running some drills. We were doing some, you know, some of the normal stuff that we would do in a practice before the game. And my coach, she was getting, like, irritated. She was overly frustrated. She was just fed up to the point where she wanted to end practice when practice pretty much just started. So she said, you know what, that's it. Practice is done. Let's go. Now, we decided to stay as, um, you know, as a team. Even though she decided that she was done, we decided to stay and run practice ourselves. So the captains at the time, you know, they were having us go through some drills. And, you know, again, making sure that we were prepared for the next day. Because we had, a, we, at the end of the day, we still had a game to play. We still had a performance to do. So just because somebody else is frustrated and because the, pe the person that's supposed to be our coach is fed up with whatever is going on doesn't mean that we still don't want to put the work in. So we ran practice and she was sitting up like she was sitting in the bleachers laughing at us. She was laughing. Like, look, look at them. Like, what are they doing? They don't, they don't know what they're doing. It was like a, it was funny to her. It was like a joke. And again, I'm going through all of these things as a freshman. So it's like, I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing? Why am I here? <laughs> is, this is this really worth it? Is this really worth it? All the work that I put in throughout my whole childhood, throughout high school, everything. Is this really worth this type of treatment and, and what's really going on here? And at the time, I just, I felt that it was, you know, it, 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 it was those type of situations that I had to experience as a freshman that made me stronger. And she helped my coach to help me. She helped me develop a tough skin. She helped me not make excuses for myself. She helped me battle through my injuries and certain things that I may have used as a mental block into really tapping in to who I was as a player and as an athlete in general. And I appreciate her for that. However, we get to the end of the season, right? I told you, you know, we 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 going through some stuff as a team. We going through some, you know, some different situations and she ends up getting fired. We started the season with 14, 15 players on a roster. Stacked. Ended the season with five players and no coach. So when she got fired, it was kind of like, you know, I was unsure. I was unsure about what my future was going to look like. Because I, I had been faced with so many things at that time within basketball and outside of basketball that were just 
making me think differently about some of the decisions that I was making. Again, is it worth it? What am I doing this for? Why am I putting myself through this? I wanted to quit. I wanted to back out. I wanted to to just be like, okay, nah, let me let me go ahead and transfer or let me let me uh try to figure out if I can do this somewhere else. That's what I was really thinking at that time. But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. So when she got fired, when my coach got fired, I looked at that as a clean slate. I looked at that as a point of transition and a way for me to restart and figure out how to continue to play the sport that I love and continue to get my education and be a responsible student athlete under another coach. And that's what happened. Now, that was a brief, again, a brief synopsis of what happened, what really happened my freshman year. Like, I can't really get, I can't really describe all the things that happened within just one podcast episode within you know that again this this whole thing this whole experience is a body of work and I want you all to understand that because a lot of a lot of the teachings that I use to this day as a coach as a trainer as an influencer within the fitness community is based off of my personal experience within my athletic experience at the collegiate level because again it's unique It's a unique experience that most of the world doesn't go through. Less than 1% of high school athletes make it to the next level. That's at the high school level. I was in that less than 1%. So the type of things that I saw, the type of things that I witnessed, that I went through, is the foundation of what sweat really is and it create it, it, it in a sense it is the complete backstory of why you all are listening to this in the first place and why you see my brand the way you do and why you're hearing my voice the way you do so if you want to hear more about what happens throughout my whole college experience. If you if you in tune, if you excited about what's coming next, tune in next week to the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Y'all know I had to say that. I ain't got no sense. There there are so many pockets of life that people will or will not experience. But my goal with this is to be able to help you all at least a little bit get through some really tough experiences or really tough times that you may endure within your lifespan through my tough times and the things that I had to go through to get to the point that I am now. This is only the beginning of what is to manifest in the future. When you understand the value of transition, And when you understand why you need to go through certain things, 
The end result is that it makes you stronger. It makes you wiser. It makes you more confident. In closing, I am here to be your source of motivation. I am here to be your voice of reason. I am here to be your coach, your leader, your trainer. Anything you need me to be, I got you. Tune in next time to Sweat Talk. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope you've been able to gather something from from what I've been able to share with you. And until next time, I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a great day. Have a great week. Flourish, prosper, be confident in all that you do, and get it done.